I swear to God, if The Last of Us gets remade on the PS5, I'm leaving this podcast. You'll never hear me again. They can listen to me. The end of the untold culture. (laughs) (laughs) Really? You're treading on some mighty thin ice right now. We all make choices in life, but in the end, our choices make us. I'm Mike, and you're listening to the Untold Culture Podcast. game is brutal this game is can uh, i can i contradict so you there in a positive way <laughs> can, can i can i contradict you in a positive can, can way posi- positively on, then. contradict go you. on then I'm, I'm sure you remember this in a good 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 light um the last of us reveal e3 2012 the ai system with a brick do you remember that yeah it was amazing but no, holy it, shit it never ended up in the game <laughs> But I I fucking hope that whatever you saw, because I'm going in blind for this game, or whatever you saw, if that is in a game, we are jumping straight into a next generation leap with gaming. Because I, when I saw that, when I saw that reveal at E3 2012, I saw that AI system reacting the way it did. I was like, I've never seen right, gaming like right. this before. Wait till you see how they react. Literally, Bro. like, like, like they. Yeah. they, they 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 kill they kill their friend right and they're like they're like they're like John you fucking bitch you're gonna die and then they go absolutely mental but it's not just like she's just killed John every single AI has a name they have a relationship they have a friend you know wow. they will, they that's will, mental bro mate, it's insane it's actually insane it's no actually, actually making me guess stop they ask you how you are you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never we are survivors test what game in, is not- in terms of like story like what's happening mm. around the world what what game did naughty dog make before the last of us part two uncharted 4 nope uncharted lost uncharted legacy uncharted oh, yeah. lost legacy had open levels they were huge right so obviously naughty dog has learned from uncharted lost legacy and gone you know what we can apply this to last of us part two yeah. obviously they probably did take things from god of war and stuff right but that's their main focus is they saw how well people received it for uncharted lost legacy enjoyed having them freedom and kind of sometimes you know like there was a little thing where if you hadn't gone to this one temple you'd never get this bracelet that means you could see all the collectibles it was just something like that but it was it was good because it means if you would never gone to that temple and found this little hidden temple you wouldn't have the bracelet so it was like kind of left you kind of exploring and kind of seeing things and then Naughty Dog learned from that and was like, well, people really like this kind of open world Uncharted style. So let's open world the level, like open level Last of Us and see what happens. I can't even remember the last time I had, I, I played games like super online as much as I did with Halo 3. Like I, it was the game that I, I came straight home from school and I jumped straight yeah, on man. I wouldn't get off until I went to bed. Like it, it, it was that and Call of Duty World at War for me, for zombies. That was, they, 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 they were my go-to, my go-to game. Yeah. I remember, yeah. Sorry, Matt, what were you saying? No, I was going to say, yeah, I just remember, like, coming home and playing, like, COD Zombies as well with my mates. Like, those days, those, like, secondary school days, probably, like, our generation, our age, just running back home and playing COD. It was the pinnacle of gaming. You could, it was, we thought it was crazy that you could speak to your mates all around, you could make friends. Like, obviously, it sounds bad, right? But you did make friends all over the world. And you don't do that anymore. People don't like, oh, add me now. We'll play games together. They're like, oh, you fucking shit. Oh, I don't want to play with you ever again. Gamertag. What's your, what's your gamertag? What's your PSN? Like, 
Like that will all you'll be talking about all day at school, and then as soon as as soon as you get home, you're literally on the headset. You're like, boys, let's fucking go, or girls, let's fucking go. Like you know what I mean? Like my dad used to ask me, he's like, why did you go on your on your Xbox 360 so late? And what do you mean? He's like, well, you always play it like something like eleven o'clock at night. I'm like, oh, because my friend Steph, she's in Australia. He's like, how do you know her? I'm like, Xbox. He's like, you've got a friend in Australia. I'm like, yeah, because you just yeah. meet people, but you wouldn't just be friends with them. You'd be friends with them on Facebook as well. Well, I was anyway. I was friends with Steph. Yeah, yeah, I'm still yeah. friends with Steph now. Friends with a guy called No Pants Dave, who's called Dave, and he is lovely. Uh, friends with uh, um, a guy called Black Boy Skillet. Uh, his name's Leon. He's in London. He's a father. And the best thing is, I love this because uh, I mean, I used to talk about a lot about wanting to be an actor in uh, in Xbox Live. Talking these, and these guys are slightly older than me. I'm like I don't know, fourteen, and they're like sixteen. They're they're like sixteen and eighteen, right? And I used to talk to them about it, and they used to not laugh at me as in to condescend me, just laugh as in like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, that's like that's gonna happen. They were the first people to message me on Facebook when I got my first acting role and go, "You bloody did it." You bloody did it every sense. Look at you talking all that shit years ago, and now you've done it. And they're just like being proper, like we're so proud of you. And that's that's friends there, man. There's people I've never even met still in real life. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Through in my mind, freaking Xbox avatars, man. Uh, <laughs> oh. See those avatars when you log into Xbox. Oh. And he was one of the screen. Did you have did you have like people who used to come over to your house and they wanted to like play on your Xbox but they couldn't play on your account so they had to make their own account? Their own avatar. Yeah, like like because obviously you were like, no, you can't you can't log into my account. You're gonna have to make your own account. Yeah, no one's logging into my account. (laughs) And then and then like like at the end of that generation, you'd have like nine different avatars. The amount amount of money I spent on my avatar. I I mean I bought I bought bought costumes for him. Not only that. No, towards the end of the Xbox 360 lifestyle, they were like, we're going to release like animations for your avatar. So I was like, what? So it was, it was called the toy box. And you, they like have like, like devil may cry Guntana. Like my avatar would run run with a gun, shoot like balls out of his gun, then slide, do a backflip, shoot in midair, and then do like a superhero landing. And that would be how people would see my avatar. I paid like five pounds for that shit. But I was like, my avatar looks cool as hell. Do you remember when, when, because the only way you could have bought all this was through Microsoft points. And the only way you could acquire Microsoft points is you could, if you had to go directly to a game retail store. Do you remember how cool it was to walk into a retail store? I'm thinking, I would love to work here one day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I did that eight years ago. Now I was there for eight years, and now I walk into there and go, "Thank God I left this place." Yeah, I I was the same, man. I used to go into game and like just walk around. Not uh, before the demos. I'm not. I'm not name dropping. Stop name dropping. No one needs to know where we work, Mike. Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> but it's like that 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 whole perspective because you walking around picking up all the all the game cases going i'm never gonna buy this because i have no money but yeah, you know, yeah, you'd yeah. have you'd have you'd have just enough for 1200 microsoft points which is literally a tenner right also, literally yeah. just a tenner if, if, if you were oh, like two, me two games, two games for ten if you were oh, like yeah. me you'd be like oh i really want this and your friend in australia i'm shouting staff out if she ever hears this she's like what do you really want I'm like i really want this she's like right i'll buy it for you what? Aww. So obviously, because we, well, yeah, because we we shared accounts. So even though she didn't want it, because we'd account shared, she bought it for me in Australia. I downloaded it onto my account. Nuts, man. Yeah, man, I remember, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Game chat for game station. Three, three, three games for ten pound pre on, right? Is that what you were you gonna say, what? Mikey? 
Yeah, literally, I literally was going to say that, yeah. Like, I remember having the Game Station card. I remember I had the lightning. The black bolt. one, wasn't it? Yeah, the black the one with the lightning card. The Game was so cool. Oh, honestly, yeah. G- game was trying to be all like, we're corporate. And the Game Station's like, yo, man, come in Game Station. Yeah, it was chill. Chill. Game. Oh, like, people come, come, come and listen read the magazines our, and everything. Listen to our heavy oh, metal music. Oh, look at this. Yes. We, have, we have a PS2 at the front of the counter. Come play the demo. Come we have on the PS2. Yes. The, the first time I ever played Looney Tunes back in action. By the way, one of my favorite PS2 games is Looney Tunes back in action. So good, right? Better than the movie. I played it uh, at uh, I, I, um, at a game station on uh, the, the, the demo unit at the front of the, the front of the uh, shop. It sold it to me. I was so impressed with this game. Went to my dad and went, "Dad, that's the game I want, please." And he was like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "But it's Looney Tunes. You like Looney Tunes? Like, just just get it, me." And that game. Oh my god, I love that game to absolute bits. And I wouldn't have bought it if they hadn't had that demo unit at the front of the shop. I literally did the same thing as well. I remember back playing when they had the Dreamcast set up. And um, there was this weird like hoverboard kind of game. And it was, I forgot what it was called. But I remember uh, going to the front of the uh, thing and like playing it. And I said to my dad, I was like, dad, I really want, I really want this game for Dreamcast. Because Dreamcast slept, man. Oh man, like what's crazy is, and people people would cringe now, but people in game station were like, yo, dude, how you going? What are you playing at the moment? What are you enjoying? You know? And they yeah, were well, actually, like down, they were down with the kids and cared about games. There was yeah, a lot it, more human interaction, in, wasn't in, there? Like in compared game, to now nowadays. In game back then it was like, Hi, welcome to game. How may I help you today? Oh, you'd like to take this? Oh, and this? Yeah, would you like insurance? One pound. No, no, no. There wasn't. There wasn't insurance back then. You got to remember oh, what yeah. they were offering back then. Back then, they were offering extra three pound. You can sign that to a game loyalty card. And I was one of those schmucks that paid three pound for a game loyalty card. Do you? Were you uh, like? I rem- how many? I remember working in game. Like, oh my god, having to sell like the one pound extra disc coverage in case the disc broken or it doesn't work. I was. The how many don. of those? I was how the many of those? Of did you actually solos or did you actually? I was the don, the absolute don. <laughs> I didn't care, bro. I'm, I'm doing it out now, you know. I didn't even lie to my customers. I just went, let's see my picture. I was like, oh, so see buying um, the new Call of Duty? Well, just for I know if you pound next, if you crack, snap it or break it, we replace it for only a quid. Yeah, bro, and they're like, they're like, like, actual like, paragraph to say as well. And they're I'm like, surprised oh, you remember that. Oh, mate, come on, I've done it for eight years. And they were like, <laughs> they're like, only a quid. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, what? Pound and I can bring it back if I break it. Like, well, if you rage, no. But if it's accidentally broken, then yes. And they're like, okay, cool, done. And I usually get so many sales that way for discare. Um, and the, 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 other, the other cool stuff is is, is when they introduced the fifty p discares. Well, it's not cool. It's you know, it's consumerism. And they repeat introduced the fifty p discares, and they were like, um, they're like, oh, so you know, you have a stack, brings bring up a stack of games, and you kind of total it all up with the fifty p's. And like, did you know you can cover all these for only three pound fifty? And they're like, oh, that's so cheap. And I'm like, I know. And this is actually going to get me six discares because they're all under fifteen pound, so they're fifty p each. So I'm winning at life. Welcome to the Untold Culture. But no, yeah, hell it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a great <laughs> tangent because it's generally true. And me and Mike are talking from experience of working in a game shop. So, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh, I, sorry I, to cut I, you off I, as well, I love, right? I, I, love, I love playing Assassin's Creed 2 again. Venice, Florence, Monteregione, San Gimigiano, all those, all those little cities and stuff like that. And I've platinumed it, completely finished it, and that is done. I probably won't ever play that game again. If it's, if it's released on PlayStation 5, then... That's another reason for me to platinum in the I game. I swear to God, if they remaster the Assassin's Creed, <laughs> Assassin's Creed, I swear, right? If they do one at a time, Assassin's Creed PS5 remaster. I'm like, look, 
you remaster all the Assassin's Creed this time, put them all on the same fucking disc, and then I will buy the package. Do not yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. here is individual Assassin's Creed every single time. I'm not going to give yeah. you money. Next yeah, time... I put, I put this on Facebook, right? And, and I said, what, what do you think is the first game that's going to be remastered on PlayStation 5? And please don't say The Last of Us Part 2, because I swear to God, I will flip. Oh, I think God. remastered on PlayStation yeah. 5. Yeah. They're going to try and, try and store faith back in the brand. It's going to be The Last of Us. <laughs> Um, Alex, send that question to the room then. Um, you know, at what point did you first notice art in video games? Oh, what a question. Whoa. I like it. Okay, okay, Chris, let's go. You go first. Where am go I first. going first? Because you went, ooh, so it sounds like you got, you already got an idea. Go on, go on. I didn't have an idea. You, how dare you I presume I had an idea? Um, I mean, the first time I noticed art in video games was Pokemon. Oh, my oh, God. No. Because, I mean, obviously, everything's individually, like, sprited on the screen, and it's not as much motion as everything else. So, for, for me, as a kid, that was moving artwork. Well, what was your first Pokemon in the game, really? Because you're saying colours. I don't... The first original Pokemon games were black and white, so just trying to figure what? out what Pokemon games... No, 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 no. Pokemon Yellow was my first Pokemon game. But what what, 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 what I mean is, is that, you know, it, it was the... There was, it was, the sprites because when you went the pokemon battle you, the pokemon came up bigger on the screen and that was like artwork as a kid you're like wow you know this is this is amazing what we're seeing i know maybe it's not your conventional artwork because it's like 8-bit art but still someone yeah. did, someone did draw those pokemon so i mean that's i guess james when i first noticed artwork in video games was, was the very first time i played pokemon I mean, I suppose mm. noticing actual artwork in a video game wasn't until I got older and like decided to like purchase a piece of video game artwork. And I mean, for me, like when I started to appreciate artwork in video games, that was Bioshock Infinite again. Um, and I really, I really, yeah, I really looked into the concept art of that and just everything I could possibly get my hands on into the, the world and stuff. And just that's when I really started to appreciate how much hard work and effort goes into video game artwork and really started to actively look mm. for video game artwork. Uh, like one of my favorite art of recent game in modern memory is Near Automata. Oh my God, the artwork for that game is incredible. Um, yeah, you know, the artwork for that is fantastic. Same as God of War, same as, uh, um, same as what's it called? Same as, what's it called? Same as Last of Us. Um, you know, there's some, hey, I say, what's this called? It's really funny, isn't it? Same as Hellblade, you know, like, I just really appreciate looking at video game art now, and I think all that, like, the appreciation is that come from Bioshock Infinite, and kind of wanting to dive into that, because there's a lot of people out there, I think James will agree with this, who don't actually bother looking at the the concept art and stuff, they don't be like, eh, I play the game, I'm done with it, you know? Yeah, it is very overlooked, like, not many people really appreciate it, or even go out and buy, like, the actual artwork books and stuff, they just think, Oh, it's just a, a part of the game. It's, it's not really like that important, but it really is like one of the one of if not the main thing that makes the game is is the concept. Art. So you can't you can't make a game without that. You know, doing that. So yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Rehan, what's your what is your answer? Oh, Infinite was such a great game when I was playing that growing up. I mean, I was I was entering the mid teens, but. Uh, Infinite is probably probably the first game in terms of like when you just see it gra- from a graphics point of view to an art point of view to a sound point of view that game was just so different to what we played back in last gen because games were quite very linear in terms of just what what games were bringing out other than Dead Space because that was a revolutionary title that's my game art direction but I just wanted to sort of touch on 
um, how brightly coloured Infinite was yeah. in, in terms of its political, uh, you know, what it was trying to showcase politically. And then all of a sudden it turned dark when it, you know, the, the, the comparison between the rich and, and, and the poor and the art direction completely changed from the beginning of the game to halfway through the game, all the way to the end of the game because of your journey with Booker and, and um, oh, who's the girl? Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yeah, because I was going to say Anna, but that's that's her name. Oh, spoilers. Shouldn't say that. Jesus Christ. Shouldn't say People that. People are just sorry. playing this for the first time on Switch. And they're all like, what has <laughs> this man done? He is now a cyber terrorist spoiling a game for me. I don't I don't really know what my one of the first games I really uh, recognized are in. I would I would agree with Chris saying that Pokemon's probably one of the first things I re- recognized it, but um Damn, I always go back to Diablo when when it comes to like really like because I played that game so much and just knowing all of the enemies and the sprites and 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 all of the colors that were used like Diablo is something when I was like oh wow this it obviously doesn't look as good now if you were to go back into it but it still look to me like even looking at the concept art for that game and like I bought the the book for Diablo three like the concept art for Diablo three and looking at all of that art and stuff and like just thinking wow this this is not no i i agree fully i think blizzard has this sort of this this uh different level of of bringing an art piece to life and i'm not just saying one but i'm saying thousands of different art pieces because obviously when when lord of the rings was 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 releasing the trilogy you had blizzard obviously releasing world of warcraft and obviously that game with its expansive story its characters its artwork Uh its its maps and everything it, it I, I believe that that those type of games is what kids yeah. a lot of people have grown up to enjoy video games. They really Blizzard really showcase their artwork. Like they they're not shy to like post their, all of their artwork for every single game where it's like to yeah, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, um, stuff like that. Like they, they love showing all of the concept art and all of the um little little nice wallpapers that you can go and look up and see what all the all the artists have you know put all the characters together like with heroes of the storm as well for example like mashing all of these characters all together into one individual game and giving them a different look that what they originally would normally look like from their like like overwatch their original games and combining them to give them a whole new kind of like look is is super interesting as well so i love that Mm. i find um (laughs) just just another game that like was a very influential point in my life um Shadow of the Colossus, and it was my. I, I never played um, the first Team Ico entry, but until later. Uh, but Shadow of the Colossus was just this art, this this game that had such this like subtle art style. Like, um, you know, it kind of it felt like it had anime, like anime roots, but also like uh, just just something about that the atmosphere that game conjured up, and a lot of it was the design of the Colossus, which was like part character concept, part level design, which, you know, as a, I, I can imagine as a concept artist would have been a real challenge um, to create that creature, but also at the same time had to be able to be engaged players as a, as a workable level. You know what I hate in video oh, games? You, oh, you said you hated video games. I was like, what? This is took an interesting turn. If you're going to sit here and slag off Shadow of the Colossus, I hate video games. <laughs> uh, no, I... The thing I hate, like just thinking about artwork, um, cell shading. Can't stand no! it. No, like, <laughs> Jet Set Radio 
it was perfect. But every game since then, every time I see Soul Shading, I'm like, oh, what, I about, can't this game what about The Walking Dead? Walking Dead was amazing. <sighs> yeah, actually, that's. A, I mean, the thing is about Walking Dead, and I'm, I, I'm glad you, you brought up them. Um, it's because like they were sort of making you, they were, they were emulating the the comic yes, book they format. Were, James. Yes, they were. And I'm gonna kill every last one of them. 